This true first-person story was recorded in front of a live audience at the Fringe Club in Hong Kong. If you want to learn how to tell your best story, sign up on our Hong Kong Stories Meetup page, follow us on Facebook, or go to hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now, from the October 2016 show, on the theme of bad habits, here's Pooja. Whenever an Indian girl moves to a new place, guess what's the first thing that she tries to locate? No, it's not the pharmacies, it's not the grocery stores or libraries. She looks for beauty salons. Walking with caterpillar eyebrows throughout the month is not a good idea. And when she's a working woman, she has an added requirement. She wants the beauty salons to remain open after working hours. After all, beauty is a timeless affair. Since my office was in the central business district of Mumbai, for beauty salons, one had to travel to suburbs and leave office earlier. Given the size of Mumbai and my boss's temperament, it was impossible. One day, a guy I had a crush on asked me out, and there was no way I was going to mess it up with my messy hair. I had to look good. Luckily, my colleague told me that there was a new beauty salon in the Marine Drive area, which was very close to my workplace. Here comes a solution to my love life. I asked her, can you please come with me to that area because I'm so new here. So here is this thing about India. It's considered rude if you refuse someone outright. Hence, you always make excuses. <laughs> and sometimes these excuses are so lame <laughs> that they break all the barriers of logic. So she replied, sorry, I can't come because my grandmother poked her eyeballs while combing her hair. <laughs> OK, I'm not contesting. I asked the other female colleague, how about you? She had an even weirder excuse. She said, Oh, this is that time of the year where Muslims believe that dead people rise from the grave and visit Earth. So it is very unsafe to be out tonight. <laughs> really? Out of all excuses, you chose that one? And, and what did you just say? You believe in ghosts. Have you ever seen a horror Bollywood movie? They make you laugh more than they scare you. Anyway, so I asked both of them to F off <laughs> without giving any excuse and decided to go by myself after work in the evening.
So here are two things about traveling in Mumbai. First, the distances are not calculated in kilometers, but minutes. For example, walk for 10 minutes and then turn right. <laughs> or if there's a new advertisement, oh, we have a new resort, it's just 30, 30 minutes away from the station. Okay. Second thing, walking in Mumbai during peak hours is like coming out of a stadium after watching a football match. You just don't use your brains, follow the crowds. So I knew what to do, follow the crowds for 10 minutes. Now, I have a very bad habit of listening to my iPod whenever I step out and get lost in ecstasy in my own world, forget where I was going, and eventually get lost. Last time at airport, while my iPod on, I went to a male toilet. <laughs> so as I followed the crowd, and got lost in my Bollywood beats, after a few moments I realized that the crowd had disappeared and I was lost again. I looked around, not a single person to ask for directions. I did not even remember the way I had walked, even the directions. I looked around. I saw a woman coming in white sari, running. I stopped and asked for directions. She reacted in a weird way. I thought, I need to talk to her in a woman-to-woman -woman language. Hi, actually I'm looking for the only beauty salon in this area. Can you guide me? She just lifted her sari and started to run faster. was weird. Okay, I need to see where I am. It was pitch dark, it was already eight by, by the time I was there. It was a no moon night. Tall, dark, black trees, black bushes, black sky. It looked like a thick, blank blanket. I realized I need to stop thinking of poetry and figure out where I am. I took out my phone and switched on the torch and shone it around to inspect the surroundings. I saw some cemented blocks with some words and followed by numbers and some flowers. As I tried to read one of the blocks, it said, Muhammad Yunus, 1921 to 1981. Oh my God, I was in a graveyard. What the F? How the hell did I reach here? Now I know why there was nobody around. I mean, I hope there is nobody around, including people with no bodies. On my left, 
Le Pegam Zara. On my right, there is a board saying Muslim Cemetery, visiting hours 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Indeed, I was a trespasser. Oh my God. I started to remember all those creepy Bollywood movies I had seen in which dead people were rising from the graves and running after people, including the fact that I had made fun of dead people not so long ago. It was karma returning to me. I thought of all the cockroaches and mosquitoes I had killed. <laughs> who had taken rebirth in the form of people and were lying dead here. And might want a revenge. Without giving a second thought, I just threw my phone and iPod in my bag and started to run in the same direction I came from. I kept running in those crisscross streets and lanes, sometimes stepping onto them, sometimes accidentally stopping, stomping and hitting. I kept running as fast, fast as I could. And then I heard some footsteps. Oh my God. I was being followed. My body froze with the thought of dying right there in the graveyard. And I was too scared to look back. No, I cannot die like that. <laughs> that was the time to make an emergency call. I reached my bag to see my phone. The ladies' bags, the big ones. <laughs> in, their, in that hour of need, the first thing I tried to find, and I get, was my vanity ticket. I threw that back and searched harder. My lunchbox! I wanted to dump everything on the ground when I heard my iPod still playing. Mm -hmm, goodbye, life. I snapped all the buttons. By this time, my predator had already reached. Probably with a one meter long spear or a sword or a knife or a gun. But wait, ghosts don't use guns, right? I was ready to be cut into half or hit on my head. I just closed my eyes and surrendered. My whole life played in front of my eyes like a Facebook movie. <laughs> I remembered all those good moments and the people who would be living a peaceful life after I was dead. 
after a few moments, I opened my eyes. Huh? I was alive. He didn't hit me or kill me. Rather, he walked past me. That was weird. Or maybe he's an absent-minded ghost listening to his iPod. Or maybe he didn't see me because it was too dark. But ghosts have a night vision. Or he could be a normal person. Well, actually, that's not one. They are two people. Well, it could be a ghost or a people. Now, Bollywood horror movies have taught us that there is only one way to recognize ghosts. Look at their feet. If they are inverted, they are ghosts. But it was too dark to make that out. So now they, I had two possibilities. They are ghosts, and upon finding me out, they kill me. Or they are normal people and mistake me as a ghost and kill me. <laughs> it was a lose-lose situation. I stayed put and kept spying on them. I overheard, I overheard them talking. They were talking of some product release. Okay, that's, that sounds normal. I kept following them. Soon I heard vehicles honking. Ah, I was back to the city. I grabbed the first cab I saw. Throughout the journey, I kept doubting if the cabbie was real. I asked him to take to my home and decided not to go to the salon. I was happy to be ugly than dead. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to this story brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. If you want to know more, visit us on hongkongstories.com. Everyone has a story to tell. <laughs>